If you're experiencing any, in any pain in your body, I believe right now we're to release our faith together and speak to pain. Amen? I don't need to know who you are. The Lord knows who you are. You just by faith, just open up your heart. Everyone just put your hands out like this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your presence. Right now, in the name above every name, the name of Jesus, I speak to that pain in those bodies. And I demand you to leave now in the name of Jesus. I've got two words in my heart. One is release and the next one is restore. It's, it seems as if that the weight of the world has been placed on your shoulders. You've been taking the cares and the burdens of some situations I don't know anything about, but the Lord does. And then it, it's, it's starting to affect even um, kind of a heaviness in your chest area there. And so the, the first order of business, if we could call it that, would be for us to help you and all of us to take the weights of this world and the cares of this life and let's put them where they belong right now amen i don't need to see your hand it doesn't that's immaterial you're here today and god loves you and he's wanting you to lift you right now so take your hands like this and just lift them up to him those burdens those cares those concerns oh lord lord we just release them right now we we give them to you we give them to you we place them in your hands and now father there comes a a, a lifting of that heaviness off of the chest just by a point of contact help the others around you even if it's not you put your hands on your chest just start praying in the spirit thank you lord for that lightness of your glory the presence of god descending now upon us lord i believe the lord's saying today now that you put it in my hands i'm able to do something about it so i'm working on it right now so rejoice and be glad no longer looking down hallelujah no more sad but looking unto me looking unto me looking unto me for i've made you glad hallelujah come on let's get glad in the lord glory to god won't do you any won't do you any harm just a laugh ha ha Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My, my, my. Oh, demanda. Thank you, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you all the praise, all of the glory, all of the honor. Hallelujah. You didn't see it, but some angels just got busy. I didn't see it, but I know it. 
Some angels just got busy. Got busy. Got busy. Sent forth. Going forth. To work on your behalf. Oh, masike la bola pakiede. Thank you, Lord. Oh, masisebede. For they have been sent forth to minister for you. For you are an heir of God, and you are a joint heir with Jesus. They hearken unto the voice of my word, says the Lord. And as you operate in faith, you activate me, says the Lord. And you activate the angels that I've sent and assigned to you. So activate them daily. Speak my word daily. Live a carefree life every day. Oh, and the Spirit will come upon you strong. And you'll be living in a greater way. Hallelujah. Now, Father, we approach your word humbly and reverently. Say what you would say to us by the word and by your spirit today. We give you praise today. I pray, sir, that you would speak through my lips, think through my mind. May the saints be edified, exhorted, and comforted. May we all be encouraged to get on with the plan of God and to go stronger with you. In Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. amen. Thank you guys so much. Great job. Great job. Let's give these folks a hand. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. So we're not going to limit God anymore in our lives. We are going to be faithful. For a faithful man and a faithful woman are those that shall abound with the blessings of God. Luke says it like this. When we're faithful in that which is least, we will also be faithful in much. And he that is unjust in least is also unjust in much. How you and I handle what God has given us, no matter how large or how small determines whether we will be given more or not. When we're looking at the subject of faithfulness, we're basically saying it means this, to be stable, to be steady, to be reliable, to be trustworthy, to be dependable, to be sure, and to be true. When we talk about faithfulness, we could define it in one word, God. Amen. It's, we're talking about His nature and His character. He is completely trustworthy. He is completely reliable. He is completely faithful and true to his word. And he is worth all of our trust. The book of Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says that he is the faithful God. And that he keeps covenant and mercy to those that love him. And keep his commandments unto a thousand generations. You can get happy just talking about the faithfulness of God. His faithfulness reaches to the clouds. It is because of his mercies that we're not consumed. His compassions, they never fail. Great is his faithfulness. His faithfulness is new every morning. And my God and your God is faithful by whom you were called under the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. He is our faithful high priest whoever lives to make intercession for you. He is our mediator between God and man. 
He is the one who sees us in our circumstance, in our situation, who's ever living to give a supply of prayer for you and for me. Yes, we serve a faithful God. Yes, Jesus is our faithful high priest. He is our faithful creator. And not only that, but he's faithful when we miss it. When we violate light, light that we know to walk in, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. He is the faithful God. He is the faithful witness. In Revelations 19, 11, it says, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon it was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge, and he makes war. My God is faithful. My God is true to you. He is our faithful Father. Well, what is He faithful to do, Pastor? He's faithful to His Word. For God is not a man that He should lie. Neither the Son of Man that He should repent. Hath He said it and shall He not do it? Hath He spoken it and shall He not make it good? How come He's so faithful? Because He loves you. And He's faithful to give His promises. But He's not only the faithful promise giver, but He's also the faithful promise keeper. And He is the faithful promise performer. For you see, as we take His Word, and as we live in His Word, and as we meditate in His Word, and as we speak His Word back to Him, He is faithful to watch over His Word to perform it on your behalf. I encourage you, give Him something to perform in your life. Faith will activate the very throne room of grace. Faith-filled words will dominate the laws of sin and death. Faith-filled words in the face of fear, in the face of apparent lack and defeat, will always cause you to overcome the world, the flesh, the devil, lack and sickness and disease. And you have this measure of mountain-moving faith on the inside of you. And faith is released by believing in your heart and saying with your mouth what God has so freely said about you. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hallelujah. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the sick say, I am healed. Let the down say, ah, he's the glory and the lifter up of my head. Say what God said and you will have what God said. For the master said you can have what you say if you will believe it in your heart and if you will release it with your mouth. Hallelujah. He cannot lie. He's faithful and true to his word and he keeps his word. He backs his word up with actions. And as we imitate him and as we desire to become just like him in our walk with God, then we will be faithful to our word. In other words, when we give our word, we will keep our word. We will, if you will, stay with what we say. Look at your neighbor and say, stay with what you say. See, oftentimes men want to proclaim their own goodness. But the Bible says, a faithful man who can find. One translation says, everyone talks about how loyal and faithful he is, but just try to find someone who really is. Raise both hands and say, I'm that man. I'm that woman. Let's be doers of our word. What do you say? If we say we're going to be there, let's be there. If we say we're going to do this, let's do it. Amen? Let's be those men and women of God who swear us to our own hurt and refuse to change. Yeah, that's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Oh, blessed be the Lord God who always causes us to triumph. Blessed be the Lord God who gives us the victory. Blessed be our faithful God who opens up the windows of heaven and causes his blessings to come upon us and causes us to walk not as mere men, but causes us to walk in the supernatural power of God. In these days and in these hours, God's people shall rise up in glory and in power, for they serve a faithful Father, and because they're faithful, they shall abound with blessings. And they shall be used mightily of God. Oh, glory. Say with me, I'm going to be used mightily by my faithful Father. What is our faithful Father doing in our lives? I'll tell you what He's done. He is doing and He will do. Your faithful Father is continuously giving you favor. He's got, has had so many divine appointments that you've already made. That God has already given you such favor favor that man has caused your life to just be blessed but i'm telling you there's more divine appointments for you there's favor upon favor there's grace upon grace there's life upon life there's more upon more the favor of god is yours today and our faithful father is pouring it out upon you today come on somebody say i receive i receive his favor you see, Psalms 5:12 says, For thou wilt bless the righteous. With favor you will compass him as with a shield. I see in the Spirit today, by faith, that every one of us are surrounded and encircled and encompassed, and that his favor protects us. It preserves us. Thank God the favor of God surrounds you as with a shield. Favor, you see, is a word for grace. It is a word for undeserved favor. And it is a word for unmerited love. You see, Job says, Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation has preserved my spirit. Hallelujah. We're having a visitation today right in church. His presence is saturating us. His presence is preserving us. His presence is strengthening us. His presence is enabling us for the week ahead. Church days will affect all of your days. What you're hearing now is a deposit in your spirit for you to soar through the week like an eagle. Mounting up with wings as an eagle. Running and not being weary. Walking and not being faint. We're going from strength to strength. Glory to glory because of my faithful father. Woo, glory. Psalm 30 verse 5 in the Amplified says this. For his anger is but for a moment. Aren't you glad? But thank God his favor is for a lifetime. Hallelujah. You've experienced favor last year, this year, today. But this favor, whoo, glory. Surely goodness and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. This favor that is upon you, that opens doors for you that no man can shut. This favor that changes rules and regulations, does whatever it needs to do to see to it that the will of God is done in your life. This favor is for a lifetime. So I encourage you and exhort you to walk by faith and not by sight. Walk in the light of God's word, that which you have. And his favor shall surround you. It shall protect you. It shall go before you. And it shall open great doors for you. Doors of employment. Doors of opportunity. And doors of utterance are coming our way. Ooh, glory. Doors of employment. Doors of opportunity. And doors of utterance are coming our way. A great ineffectual door is opening on the heart of the bay. Hallelujah. 
a great and effectual door is opening unto you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Favor gets you to places you couldn't get to by yourself. The favor of God gives you an advantage for success. It supports you. It endorses you. It assists you. It makes hard things easier. It provides you with advantages and shows you special privileges. Hallelujah. And I want to emphasize this today. Our Father, our faithful Father, gives favor And this favor opens doors, creates opportunities, turns adversaries into allies, accelerates progress, brings great blessings. And favor is the birthright of every believer. Favor. Let's charge the atmosphere with favor. Glory to God. Glory to God. He is our faithful God. And he is, in a, he is your faithful father in a time of temptation. In a time where the enemy may be trying to laugh at you. In a time where the enemy thinks he has you down for the ten count. Our father is faithful to raise you up. He is the faithful father that raised Jesus from the dead. And don't you know if he raised Jesus from the dead, he will raise you from your dead situation. He can raise a dead pocketbook. He can raise up a dead marriage. He can raise up a dead liver. He can raise up a dead pancreas. He can raise up dead knees. He can raise up dullness and deadness and make you quick and sharp and bright and make you a blessing. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God's favor is yours today. Say with me, the favor of God will never leave me. It'll never forsake me. He may think he's got you down and out. But oh, it's time to shout and dance all about and laugh. For Jesus is the glory and the lifter up of your head. It's not over. It's not over. It's never over. We are on the winning side. We are on the victory side. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Whoa, let's raise our hand and give him glory. Woo, glory to God. Whoa, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Yeah, but I got a bad report. But yeah, but you got a better report. Whose report will you believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord trumps what you see with these natural eyes. The report of the Lord trumps what's going on in the economy. The report of the Lord trumps what you see in your relatives' lives. We must believe the report. Woo! Thank you, Lord. And let the church say what? Let the church shout amen. Oh, Broken dreams coming together again. Broken lives being restored by the power of God. That which is broken becoming whole again. That which needs to be removed being removed by the anointing. For the anointing destroys yokes. The anointing removes the burdens today. Thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now look with me at 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. God reminds us that our temptation is not unique. Others before you have found strength in the Lord to overcome the same temptations that you're going through and maybe even worse. So the bottom line is this. 
it can't take you out if you don't let it take you out. It's, it's not common demand. We've got uncommon strength. We've got supernatural power to overcome the temptations that come to our lives. So we can be victorious, not in our own strength, but we can be victorious in the strength of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it goes on to say, but God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. I want you to pay particular attention to that word able. As we trust him, we are able. We also get the word capable from the word able. As we trust him in a time of temptation. Oh, hallelujah. We know that our God is faithful. And he's given you and I the ability to go through this temptation. Because we are strong in him and in the power of his might. And even though all hell seems to have been released against your life, the scripture says, Wherefore, brothers and sisters, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able, that you may be able to stand up against all the wiles, the deceits, the strategies of the enemy. I'm telling you what, God's clothes make you able. God's armor makes you capable. God's armor will cause you to stand in the midst of temptations and have an eye-to-eye confrontation with the devil and put him on the run with the word of God because he's made you able in his armor. Woo! Glory to God. There's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus because those that are able have on the armor and the breastplate of righteousness. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Our minds are renewed because we have on the helmet of salvation. We got the shield of faith out there and it quenches all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. But not only that, we got a sword that is sharp. It's two-edged and we can declare it is written, it is written, it is also written and we We can put the devil on the run because my God is faithful and he's made us able. Hallelujah. Say with me, I'm able. I'm an able minister of the new covenant. Thank you, Lord. And so he's faithful. He'll not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape? There's always a way of escape. Your temptation might be different than someone else's temptation. This person may be tempted with lack. Another person may be tempted with uh, sexual desire that is not According to the word of God, another person's temptation might be depression, but he always provides a specific way out for your individual need. He's a personal, faithful father. And he will give you a specific word in your season of testing. It is a rhema word sent from the throne of grace anointed by the Spirit of God, which will show you the way of escape and the way of victory for you. And by the way, Jesus is the way. But will the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it? Now, that word bear it there is a little bit blind to us. Uh, It kind of 
gives you the feeling like, well, just hang in there, buddy. You know, it's going to be all right in a few weeks. Or like the cat, you know, with its paw on the string says, thank God it's Friday. You know, just grin and bear it. No, that's not what this says in the Greek. That you may be able to bear it simply means to endure it without yielding to it. And the result is overcoming it. Say it with me. To endure it without yielding to it. See, some temptation is not comfortable. Right? But in the midst of it, he'll give you the power to endure it without yielding to it. Now, there's going to be temptation to yield to it. It's not a sin to be tempted. The sin is in the yielding to it. So endure means, or to bear it, to endure it without yielding to it, and the result is overcoming it. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody says, well, you just don't know the temptation I'm in. I may not, but God does. And there's nothing that is naked to his eyes. All things are open to the eyes with whom we have to do. He loves you. He sees you in your situation. He's got a way out for you. Don't hide. Don't run. Run to the rock that's higher than you. Go to Jesus and stay focused on him. And he will take you under his wing. And he will help you. And he will lift you. I read something recently that really resonated with my heart. And I want to read it to you. I looked it up to make sure that this was accurate. In 1988, there was a massive earthquake in Armenia. And of course, their buildings weren't built like our buildings are built here. And so the devastation in Armenia was much greater than the devastation that we faced. And I believe our earthquake was in October of 88 during the World Series of the A's and the Giants. But let me read something to you that uh, is just so strong. And I hope that it ministers to you today. Is called Our Faithful God. In the country of Armenia in 1988, Samuel and Danielle sent their young son, Armand, off to school. Samuel squatted before his son and looked him in the eye. Have a good day at school and remember, no matter what, I'll always be there for you. They hugged and the boy ran off to school. Hours later, a powerful earthquake rocked the area. In the midst of the pandemonium, Samuel and Daniel tried to discover what happened to their son, but they couldn't get any information. The radio announced that there were thousands of casualties. Samuel then grabbed his coat and headed to the school. When he reached the area, what he saw brought tears to his eyes. He then grabbed a rock and put it on his side and then grabbed another one. One of the parents looking asked him, and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm digging for my son, Samuel answered. The man said, you're just going to make things worse. The building's unstable and tried to pull him away from his work. Samuel set his jaw and keep working. How many of you know sometimes you've got to keep at it? You've got to endure. As time wore on, one by one the parents left. Then a firefighter tried to pull Samuel away from the rubble. Samuel looked at him and said, won't you help me? The firefighter left and Samuel just kept digging. And through the night and into the next day, Samuel kept digging. Parents placed flowers at pictures of their children on the runes, but Samuel just kept working. He picked up a beam and pushed it out of the way, and he heard a faint cry, Help! Help! 
Samuel listened, but he didn't hear anything again. Then he heard a muffled voice. Papa? Papa? He is our Papa. He is your Abba Father today. And Samuel began to dig furiously. Finally, he could see his son. Come out, son. Come on. Come on. He said with relief. No, Amon said. Let the other kids come out first. Because I know you'll get me. Child after child emerged. Until finally, like little Amon appeared. Samuel took him up in his arms. And Amon said, I told the other kids not to worry. Because you told me that you'd always be there for me. Fourteen children were saved that day because one father was faithful. How much more is our Heavenly Father faithful? (laughs) Much, much more. Whether you're trapped by fallen debris or ensnared by life's hardships and struggles, we are never cut off from the faithfulness of God. And He's continually looking after our lives. The eyes of the faithful Father run to and fro throughout the whole earth, seeking and looking for those He may save. He's true to His character. He's trustworthy. And He can be counted on at all times. Here's a simple definition. God's faithfulness means that everything he says and does is certain. He's 100% reliable. 100% of the time. He does not fail, forget, falter, change, or disappoint. He says what he means. And he means what he says. And therefore, he does everything he says he will do. Let's lift up our hands and praise our faithful Father today. Oh, glory to God. Holy Spirit, move by your Spirit. Minister life to these your people. Oh, brekishte masite, lemburatasie remojde. Oh, bless the Lord. If you're here today and you may need a rescue in your life, I want you just to stand right up and we're going to pray. Right during this message, if you're here today and you need to be rescued out of something in your life, whether it be sickness or disease or whether it be just an attack of the enemy, just stand to your feet right now and we're going to pray and we're going to believe God together all over this auditorium, all over this auditorium, all over this auditorium. You're here today. We might as well just flow where the anointing is flowing today. Amen. And I know that there are loving people all around you that know how to pray. So I want to take about two or three minutes. And I want you to go find that person that is standing. And I want you to pray with them as I pray a general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, your hand is upon us in this service today. We sense your presence this morning. We sense your anointing. We sense your grace And your anointing and your grace is sufficient for each and every person in this auditorium. Lord, I thank you for reaching down and faithfully lifting our brothers and sisters out of whatever it might be. Whether it may be sickness or disease, whether it may be discouragement 
Oh, Mashekama, the rest of you begin to pray. Oh, Brekeshtamandea, in the name of the Lord. Thank you for that lifting, that lifting, that lifting, that lifting today. For you are the glory. You are the lifter up of every head. You are the lifter of your people. You are the lifter of your people. Oh, my. In the name of the Lord of hosts, we declare, we declare health and healing. We declare strength and might. We declare by the head of the church, restoration in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. I think we ought to just lift up our hands right now. Lift up our voice. Lift up our hands and lift up our voice. Give Him credit. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Give Him praise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Coming together. Thing, things are coming together. Things are coming together. Faithful Father. Faithful Father. Everyone say it over and over again. My faithful Father. Ha ha, Solamaya, my faithful father. Oh, my sike, ala mango, la brave, amba do sola pratea. Hallelujah. Oh, the hand. Say it with me together. The hand of the Lord. The faithful hand of the Lord is upon me this morning. His faithfulness is going before me right now and is causing tremendous favor tremendous favor it's coming my way tremendous grace is on me today layers and layers and layers of his great grace is upon all of us here. Therefore, we face our future without fear, with a great sense of expectation and confidence. We smile at tomorrow because the faithfulness of our Father has brought us this far. And he will take us all the way. We're going to go all the way. We're going to go all the way. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to go all the way. We're going to make it. We're going to the finish line. We're going to make it to the finish line. Woo! Come on, somebody. Let's praise him today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some may say, for him there is no way. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. We're not moved by what others think. We're not moved by what others say. We're moved by our faithful Father and what he's had to say. And he said with long life that we shall be satisfied. He said that we'll be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We're going to live long.
And we're going to finish strong. Woo, living long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Living long. Living long. Living. Really living. Not just barely getting by. But living by faith. And living in the light of his glory. Living in his presence. Oh, we shall live. We shall really live. We shall really, really, really live. We're going to live long. And we're going to live strong. Woo, is that you? Is that you? Glory. What about the rest of you? Is that the rest of you? Ha, ha, ha. For I have come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. Fullness of life has always been my plan for my people. Fullness of joy has always been and forever will be my will. It's happening now in heaven. And it happens here on the earth. So get ready and rejoice ahead of time. For when you come to where I am, it shall be joy unspeakable and full of glory. Lord, my, 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 thank you, Jesus, glory to God, just pray with me a moment, glory to God, I've come, I've come, I've come, that you might have life, and have it more abundantly. So just as he keeps his word, we're going to keep our word. Just as he's always there for us, we're going to be there in the right place at the right time for God's appointed assignments and for God's will in our lives. We shall be faithful husbands. We shall be faithful wives. We shall be faithful church members. We shall be faithful employers and employees. How will you know? Because we're always there. We're always there. We're there for our loved ones. We're there for our friends. Even though some of your friends may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, God said he's always there. But he will enable you and call you to be right there with them. You see, there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You can't be a very good friend if you're never there. I couldn't be a very good husband if I was never there. I'd be a lousy pastor if I never was here. Hallelujah. 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 So be imitators of your Father 
as dear children. And walk in the word, but walk in what you've said and stay with what you say. If you said it, keep your word. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Tom, come on and help me a little bit. (laughs) Mm. This is a liberating message, guys. You see, we have the example right there before us. We, We see, you can be seen, we see just how faithful he is. And then, by seeing how faithful he is, we can go to that scripture which says, as he is. Come on now. As he is, that's right. As he is what? As he is, so are we. As he is love, so am I. As he is faithful, as he is strong. Whatever he is, you are also. Because he doesn't look at us apart from him. He sees us in him. I was having dinner the other day with a good Greek friend of mine. And it was awesome, the revelation that came from Colossians 1. It says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. When you look at these new creation truths and these truths that you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ, it gets in you, man. When you understand as he is, so are we. He's faithful. I am too. But you know, we're, we, and rightfully so, we, we pray for the rain in the time of the latter rain. Amen? But understand this. That Christ is already in you. And Christ is the anointed one. And his anointing. And literally in the Greek what it says, Christ in you. That is the hope of glory. What's the hope of glory? Christ is already in you. He's already in me. We don't have to pray for him to come down and come into us. He came into us with all of His glory, with all of His power. And that is the hope of glory. That is this. You and I are to manifest His power. You and I are to manifest His attributes. You and I are to manifest His glory in the earth today. Hallelujah. And so my prayer for you today is, is that you get a revelation of Him. There's no sense of trying to drive into people of being faithful, be faithful, be faithful, be faithful, and drive it into them without them having a revelation of Him. Did you get a glimpse of it this morning? I got a further glimpse of it. How about you? Because He is, I am also. And because He is, And because I love him and he loves me, I want to be that way. Don't you want to be faithful? Well, we got to be in prayer and we got to be in the prayer meeting. We got to get in the Word. You don't got to do nothing. You're a free morally agent. You get to. 
We've been invited into his presence. <laughs> I get to. Woo, I get to. I get to. Hallelujah. So come and get it. That's what Jesus says. Come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, burnt out on religion, burnt out on rules and regulations, burnt out on all this legalism, he says, come on over to me. Come on. Son, daughter, come on. Come here. And just learn of me. Spend some time with me. I'm meek and lowly in heart. He said, here's what I'm going to do for you. I will relieve you. I will release you from your burdens. And I will refresh you. And I will impart into you what's been imparted into me. Say it with me. He that's joined unto the Lord is one spirit.